Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find opinion articles, podcasts, including ours truly, and also modalidades, if you will. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent. Uh, where you can get merch, you can sign to get exclusive content and share your Benfiquism. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Doll Befica podcast, episode number 443. My name is Alfredo Fumasas. With me, as always, Cristiano Oliveira. Cristiano, como é que é, amigo? How was your 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 small vacation from the podcast? I took a vacation from the podcast. Yeah, we all did. Oh, yeah, the international break. Yeah, yeah, but it would have been better without the Portuguese national team playing. But that's another conversation another day. What's up, Alfredinho, David? How you guys doing today? Yeah, Dave, how you doing, man? Oh, you're doing good. Doing, I'm doing good. Um, when did the international uh, break end? Tuesday, Wednesday. No, Wednesday, I, well, for... I don't. I don't know. Benfica looked like they were on international break against Braga. There it didn't look like anybody came back from uh, from international uh, break. It looked like they were still uh, on holidays there. But um, we'll get into that uh, here shortly. But uh, another night, another podcast, as uh, Steve would uh, say. But uh, great to be back on here uh, tonight. They're celebrating with the Canadian spot. Yeah, it is what it is. Congratulations to the Canadian national team for making it to the World Cup after how many years, Dave, of being absent? 36, 36. Uh, 36 years. Wow, that's a whole that's almost a whole generation, 36 years. So you, you've time... never you never seen uh Canada play in uh in a World Cup? Nope. First yeah, time here. On YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they even have that footage on YouTube. Might have to dig deep for that one there. Yeah, then you look into the uh, archives, the eight millimeter uh, reels. What's going on, everybody? Patrick Swofford, Carl Zamaru, already in the chat. Welcome, guys. Uh, we missed you uh, after being out next uh, last week. Obviously, Portugal made it to the World Cup. Also, uh, we all uh, we all know that a little bit luck uh, in between, but uh, they made it. You know, it's always it's always good to have Portugal in the World Cup. At least uh, you could you could root uh, for a team in the World Cup if that's that's your thing. Um, but here we are, episode number four hundred forty-three. Uh, we'll look at the Braga game. We'll look also uh, back at the Liverpool game, which happened today as we record this. We look ahead to the second uh, match against Bsad. Hopefully they will, uh, they will show up with more than 11 guys this time around. And, uh, well, so there's, there's some, some strong, strong, heavy track traction rumors about, uh, Benfica's next coach that we will, uh, talk about. Uh, Cristiano, how was your break, man? Aside from, you know, not enjoying the national team, uh, how was how was your break? Did you enjoy being away from the podcast and not having to talk about Benfica? 
No, man, it was it was actually very depressing. <laughs> I um didn't see my two pals, you know? And now only, you know, this this whole break has only been made worse by the fact that as you guys can see here on 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 YouTubers today, I'm sitting here by myself with all my co-hosts <laughs> next to me. So it's just it's been very depressing. Very depressing time. Yeah. No, fortunately, I got an early flight tomorrow to the West Coast, and um, you know, I gotta, I gotta sleep in. Oh, I gotta sleep in. Go sleep early, I should say. But anyway, we're just uh, hoping. Dorm no avião, pa. Huh? Dorm no avião. Yeah, pois isso também pode ser. But um, I'm gonna. We're just waiting for more people to come in the chat. But uh, I know that people, some people, were just turned off football altogether. Um, you know, after today. Uh, but here we are. Anyway, uh, let's get right into the Braga game. Um, I'll give you the 11. Flaco Dimas was in goals. Gilberto Otamendi, Vertonga, and Grimaldo. Weigel and Maite. Rafa and Everton on the wings. Ramos behind Yarmchuk. So uh, both Otamendi and um, Darwin had come back late from uh, South America. Uh, Otamendi, um, obviously, he got the nod. Darwin was rested in favor of Yamchuk. Um, also, Tarapt's uh, game time, well, I don't know if it was game time decision or it was before the game uh, that he was a scratch and he was not available. Uh, the club mentioned that he wasn't he wasn't available. I don't know if it was if he was hurt or, or what it was. Um, but here's the Benfica coming into the Spraga game looking for uh, something they haven't done uh, under Verissimo. Uh, three wins in a row. And it uh, it wasn't going to um, it wasn't going to be the match against Braga in the first round six one in favor of Benfica one of those games that our rivals like to call that uh, Braga just opens their legs whenever they they play against us but we showed them we showed them um, so Braga went ahead in the 28th minute one nothing after a free kick from one of the Orta brothers uh, a foul by um, by Vertonghen which put his hands in the face of uh, of Ricardo Horta and the referee called a foul <laughs> and we have seen we have seen we have seen the same thing happen to Vertonghen and not get that call but there was a, the call free kick goal for um for 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 Sporting Braga but I have to say and I don't know if you feel the same way Dave I think Flaco Limus has to save that ball, man. It's going to his, it's going to his strong side, right? Low around the goal, I, I don't, around the wall. I, what do you, what do you think, man? You yeah, think that, yeah, done better? that should have been a, a, a save made there by uh, Odysseus. I, it wasn't deflected, from what I remember. It's not like it, it took a deflection on the way in. It's his uh, shorter side uh, there, and um, he's got to he's got to make those. Um, those saves. Um, well, credit to the Braga player for for ultimately making that shot. But that that's a that's one Vlaco Demos needs to uh, to have back and make that. That was horrendous, Dave. <laughs> that was horrendous. That was positive. not here. That was that was disgusting. That was the dude set up his wall, left the freaking red ocean or red sea, whatever the hell you want to call it. Just right, and that's his. That's that's his angle. That's his post. He's got to cover that. And credit to your mother, is it up? Are you gonna give it to me? I'm gonna go there. But then how the hell? It just, bro. That is, it's comical. If you guys recall, and I'm not playing you out, Dave, but I I know 
I, I don't know if you were part of the podcast. You might have been. So you, you'll recall. But if if you weren't part of the podcast, you, you, you're definitely a Benfica. So you're probably following along. But I've ragged on this for a while with Benfica. I forget. I don't know if it was Joe Vicente. It might have been Joe Vicente. A free kick. The Vlaco Dimos. The free kick from like the middle of the film. Vlaco Dimos set up a wall. Two guys separated. You guys recall that, Alfredo? He sets up a wall. One guy like 10 yards away from the other guy. That was his wall. And the guy scored from like the middle of the field. You don't recall that a few years ago? No, nah, these past couple seasons have kind of been a blur. <laughs> They're all blending into each other. I, I, I vaguely I, remember this. I have a like, picture. Like an Aruka. No, nah, I, I think it was Juvie Sint or Shavs. or was one of those. It was like blue, like blue, like darkest. Bro, it, we're all like, this is a joke. This is a joke. He, he put two guys. There was a free kick in the middle, and he put two guys on each. <laughs> and so long story short is that. For a lot of good that Vlaco Dimos does, does a lot of shit that just leaves you scratching your head. Yeah. And I thought, I thought before the free kick, you know, we I don't know, I, I was I was talking to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo there on the phone. If you guys noticed, so I, I wasn't paying attention to you guys, but uh, no, I'm joking. It wasn't Cristiano. It was, it was Nelson Verissimo. But uh, if uh, if going back to that game, um, that free kick, guys. Please explain to me what in the world was that call when Vertonghen uh, apparently uh, almost chopped Ricardo Huerta's head off. I mean, that was I mean, it even wore it was such an egregious foul so, that it even warranted a yellow. That was very dangerous. It was reckless play. It reminded me of a of a certain guy that's playing up north now. One time, like stomping on another place back in Spain, so it was like that. It was, I mean, this was a play that needs to be banned from all of soccer. Maybe players even need to wear helmets, maybe, to stop these things from happening. Because that was the most ridiculous foul I've seen. And I'm in Portugal. You see a lot of ridiculous fouls every single weekend, but this one is right up there. And, and I think the one that makes it even more ridiculous is the fact that Vertonghen got a yellow card for it. But nonetheless, that should that we should never we sh, that foul should never should never happen. We should not be here talking about this. But here we are. The Vladimir oh, sets up his wall, <laughs> leaves the dude the whole. I don't. He leaves him a pack like yo, shoot through here. Like that's basically what he did. He's just like hey. I'm, I'm going to put the wall. I'm going to get behind the wall, all right? <laughs> I'm going to set the wall. I'm going to get behind the wall. <laughs> and it'll give you the far pole to yourself. Do you, brother? And Yuri, to his credit, like, if you give it to me, I'm going to take it. And so yeah. it was just, it was a total blunder. On my, I mean, I, I, could, oh, I was watching that. And, and, and Alfredo, you know, I ain't bullshitting about that. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, Bro, if that's me, I'm shooting right there. Uh, and that's yeah. exactly what he does. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the reason why you kind of put the wall over there. So you kind of cheat to one side. And that's right. the, the, the weaker side is where you cheat to, the, where you don't have the wall. And he gets beat on the weaker side. Bro, it, it, if if Yuri, whomever, Messi, you name it. If they put the ball in the gavita, hey, man, yeah, you got that, bro. Credit to you. You're not beating me on my boat. You're not beating me where I'm standing. You put it over, yo. Great job. Hey, look, I gave it to you. I baited it. You took it. <laughs> but you can't get beat in that angle. You can't get beat on that post that you're supposed to technically cut. That is why they set up a wall. That shit was just comical. Yeah. 
No, you know, it's and it's typical of you know we've seen like it's like you said he's capable of some of great things and and some of the things will leave you scratching your head. Uh, and we'll get into it uh, in today's game, obviously, which is a, a perfect representation of uh, of Lacudimus, what Lacudimus is as a goalie. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, uh, anytime a team presses high, Benfica has trouble moving the ball, um, getting into transition. Then in the final third, it's like you can't make a pass for shit. Uh, and then you complain about the refereeing. Look, if you played a lot better and you scored a lot of goals and you you created a lot of chances, then maybe you're not talking about the referee. Maybe that's not a point anymore. Uh, and I think that to me, that's the thing that that kind of frustrates me the most is that uh, yes, there's there's a claim obviously, and 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 there's some validity to 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 what the referees that mis- the the mistakes that referees make. There's obviously a, a point and and valid point. But when you don't play jack shit, it's like the boy that cried wolf. It becomes it it, it beca- you become you become ridiculed by your opponents because you know, it's as it's as if that play made or break break the game. And fortunately for for Braga, it gave him a goal. But but certainly Benfica has to do a lot a lot more. Well, I didn't give him a goal. He gave him an opportunity to go. It turned and, out to and, be a goal. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, I, I, you know, I thought that overall that not a very good first half by uh, by Benfica. No ideas to penetrate Braga defense, and this is Braga, man. Like many teams we've seen this year in the league, uh, I mean, they have no business to even be competing with us, and they go toe to toe with us because they're they're not afraid of us anymore. Uh, uh, but look, look, look. Credit to Braga. Braga play their game. You know what I mean? They look. Yeah. They did what they had to do. Um, they came in with the plan. They came in with an attitude, and and as we've seen, and, and it doesn't matter when Benfica is a is a powerhouse or when Benfica is limping, uh, wounded dog like they are now. Teams get up to play Benfica, right? And they did what they had to do. Just Benfica needs to get ready to bring it every single week. And once again, it seemed like they were lack of days ago. You know, it took them a while to wake up and. Before you know it, you're down 2-0. And it's just like you say it often, Alfredo, on this podcast. Uh, and credit to you because and I think well, Dave said man. it a couple of times. You guys say it often where it, it's, you know, what, what is it? I don't even know the term, but, like, what is it? Uh, a calendar filler? Like, yeah, pa, 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 to, to, to fill the calendar? Comprir calendario. Yeah, comprir calendario. Like, yo, bro, we just – it's like, yo – I'm gonna quit smoking, but I got 10, 10 cigarettes left in this bag. The fuck it, I might as well burn them before I quit. You know what I mean? Like, hey, so that's what, they're just burning out the last, you know, and 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 unfortunately for us, we we live and die by this. Yep. You know, it, it, you're talking about, and that's the worst freaking thing that they could possibly do: is schedule a game on a Friday because now you just fucked up my whole weekend. You <laughs> schedule for like you know a Monday or something. You know what I mean? Don't do it on a Friday. Now you messed up my Friday night, my Saturday afternoon, and my son. Come on, man. And it's like we, you know, we we look forward to these games. We're amped up. We're like, yo, this team is turning the corners. Champions League football. They're gonna be alive, and it's just like, really. Yeah. This is the best you could come up with, guys. After two weeks of, I don't know what the hell you were doing, most of you. Rafa was probably pouting in the corner because he didn't get called up to the national team somewhere. Um, these guys just, you know, having, I guess, I don't know if they're having a great time, bad time, but whatever. I know that they weren't 
cansados. You know what I'm saying? You come to this game. Tired. It was Rui Costa's birthday over the international break. That's why they were tired and didn't show up. It was his 50th birthday. Come on, give the president some some love and credit where it's uh, it's due here. March 29th, bro. I used to celebrate that man's birthday as a young kid all the time. And now? Yeah, I think they celebrated it too. No more. Muzz, uh, it's just... Look, yeah. Somebody said it on Twitter, uh, our boy... Uh, uh, what is it, man? Capitano Cap, Cap, Roma, our boy Capitano Roma, and he goes, but they often say, eh, you know, like he's, you know, they often say, "It's like you go, you know." You know what yeah. I mean? They're uh, who cares? And like he, and he himself is like, "I wish I had that attitude." It's just like, you know, this shit means so much to us, man. And yeah. um, unfortunately, this team is checked out a while ago. Yeah. It's not just the team. I mean, if we really want to get down to it. When they let Ricosta go, they kind of convey to everybody that like, yo, this is a lost season, and this is on Ricosta. Benfica should not well, be fifteen points. When, when, when they let Ricosta go, you said? No, I'm sorry. When they let JJ go, Ricosta uh, conceded. It's kind of like campeonato perdido. And as bad as things were at the time, I, I don't. And I know a lot of you guys. And I'm off the JJ thing, right? I'm not. I'm not saying that JJ should still be the coach of Benfica. I get it that he had lost the team. I get it. Team wasn't performing to the expectations. I, I get that whole shebang, right? But that being said, I don't believe the team with JJ at the helm would be 15 points behind first place. And so, I have to agree with lost, you. Kind of lost everything at the time, man. You know, it's like the whole the whole message that is sent to everybody by. Not actually appointing someone. I think, look, and I don't want to go back because we talked about this all the time. Yeah. But it just here we are with six games remaining. We're nine points ahead of Braga, nine points behind Sporting. Fifteen guys, fifteen points. This goes back to the Vietnam years. Yeah, Dave I mean, and I. This is uh, disaster. Yeah. Dave and I were talking uh, before before you joined us that I I kind of I I told Dave that I kind of felt that Befica is like a tic tac game currently where they're just stuck they can't they're not going to win they're not going to lose they're just just a tic-tac-toe game that you you've used up all your choices all your options and now i don't know alfredo they're nine points up that's technically three games with six to go i mean mathematically there's still some danger absolutely yeah i don't mean i I get what you're saying i don't believe they're going to lose all six games but yo mathematically but you got two games, two games that you could lose six points technically, yeah. and Porto's then if you thing. and if you caught if you caught slipping, it, it it might it might be tight, man. It might be tight to the end. So, uh, but yeah, and look, uh, second half, a uh, couple changes. Darwin came in for Everton. Jean Marty came in for Ramsh. Jean Marty to add a little bit more possession and, and help with the offensive transition. 59th minute. Uh, we give up the second goal by Braga, uh, and that defense like like butter. It's so easy to beat our defense, even in today's game. It just it just looks too easy. You know, I don't, I don't. There's not much of a, of a fight there. You, just, you know who who might be the team MVP? That even though he's only played not even half a season, it might be Lucas Verissimo <laughs> because he's probably mo- our most valuable player. You see how much. Of a of a defensive shambles uh, club we've become since he's gone gotten injured here. So he might he might get our team MVP award and only playing half of the uh, the games this year. Yeah, 
Um, more subs in the 65th minute after the goal. Seferovic, Bernardo, uh, and Gonçalves came in for Yarmchuk, Maite, and Vertonghen, respectively. Um, Verissim going with two of two forwards, so all in. Befica did claw one back uh, on a Darwin PK. Uh, and then uh, in the 77th minute, so three minutes later, João Mari would tie the game at 2 2. And it gave, it gave me hope, to be honest. Uh, it gave me hope that Befica could generated the momentum, could keep the momentum, could finish this game. Uh, but it, it it wasn't meant to be. Again, too passive on a defense. It's so weird. Musrati goes to the line to save a ball, brings the ball back in, crosses left foot, which is not even his best foot, and then we get caught in the second post. Um, wait, wait, you got to bring that way back before that even happens. That that's all starts from uh, a shot outside the box that Vlakodimo should yeah. be able to handle. And he punches it out, which causes the corner and Dave, bingo, be careful, bango. Dave. The Twitteros were after me today because I, uh, you know, I kind of got on Vlakodimo's a little bit. Be careful because if it's not for Vlakodimo's, we'd be in a third division apparently. Yeah, I can't um and Chris, you were saying this before. I can't remember in recent years us losing a championship with this large of a margin to first place. It's been a it's been a while. I think last time it was uh uh Village Bosch was what 20, 20 points maybe? The one the, the one year that they went undefeated. Twenty oh, points? Dave Dave stat, stat Dave's getting to the Yeah, but um but look, it's what a what a fucking year, man. What a year! What a year! And and it's it just, when you, and I was telling it's the same a great thing. year, man. Darwin is about to make a lot of us eat crow. I believe our good friend uh, Baqueiro got some sort of bet if he gets to thirty. He's at what twenty six or whatever it is. I think it might already be at thirty. No, I think it's at he's 26. at twenty eight. He's at twenty eight. Yeah, he's got two uh, more. Yeah. So Baqueiro better hope he pulls a muscle or something. I don't know. But here, here's the here's the thing: who has been the MVP of this team? Darwin. Yeah. As much as we rag on him, it it's him. And you know what? It's gonna be sad when he leaves this this summer. No, I mean Dave, 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 Dave. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, wait, this summer, yes, he is leaving, and there's a couple other guys that are leaving confirmed already. With that being said, there's gonna be a lot of guys brought in. And especially if if the coach is who is rumored to be, I believe they will do a proper job of, you of think? balancing this squad. You think? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. But that being said, I mean, you, it's a good thing that Darwin's not picking up the injuries this year that he picked up last. Because I mean, imagine this team without him right now. It'd well, be a it, shit it, show. He was he was hurt uh, with there for like a couple couple weeks, and uh, we last missed year? him terribly. No, last no, year? no, this year, season, year. this season still. Uh, we missed them. We missed them terribly. Oh, now we can start the party. Raining entertainment is here. Start the party. The entertainment hey, Chris, is raining. Uh, demon, demon. The 2010 2011 season, we were 21 points. We yep. finished 21 points behind. That's Villas Boas. And we're That's on pace to do that. We still got to play sporting in. in what, what season, Dave? 2010 10, 11. 2011. 21. 10 11. Points. That's Villas Boas, Alfredo. That yeah. was a good shout by you. Yeah, I think no, they I, won the Europa League that year or the year after, something like that. Yeah, they went. Uh, if I recall, they went undefeated uh, or something like that that season with Felix yep. Boys, if I'm not mistaken. Twenty-seven wins, three draws, no defeats. Yeah, strippers yeah. are here. Woohoo! <laughs> oh shit, my bad. I'm talking about the. Comments. But anyway, 
Um, and I was I was also tell, telling that uh, maybe Rafa is clairvoyant that a couple weeks ago we saw how, how shitty he was going to play against Braga, so he just didn't want to celebrate any goals. It's unbelievable, man. Hey, Dave, put up that comment by Brian Peters, please. And go ahead, Alfredo. Keep going. Keep going. No, you know, uh, well, I'll read it. Since uh, Luis Lufira got canned, there's been a power struggle. Now Pinto Costa runs everything again. Well, I, I don't I don't know that he wasn't running things, but at least he had somebody to keep him in check. Maybe oh, they were best friends. To. That's why they're having late, late down all the time. Like, yo, go past Manesh, dude. They were taking turns. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's look, um and, and I don't know if I don't know if Brian, if you if you're trying to give a, a compliment to Luis Fiat or not, but yeah, I mean, I no, he's not. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I don't. But think I, he is. I mean, he's saying since Luis Vieira got canned, Pinto Costa runs everything. Meaning when Luis Vieira wasn't here or was here, he wasn't running everything. I, I think he was just running. Listen, I just, I just want to, you know, uh, let everybody know, guys. Like, we really, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. We really here appreciate your support. We love the fact that you guys are tuning in. And joining us to to uh, look, God, God, God bless you guys that you actually want to hear what the hell I gotta pain. say, right? Not even shit. Like God, you, you want to hear me? God, you guys, you guys are gonna have a continued love up there when you pass away. You're gonna have a continued shelf for you guys. But like, bro, I, I, I I'm in no mood to talk about. Can we talk about something else, Alfredo? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's talk about Pretty the training's Oscars. coming to the end. Yes, but yeah, baseball's around the corner. Dave, I got a question for you, Dave. You're over there in Canada. You guys, you know, um, have a lot built up. Who do you want to slap the shit out of? <laughs> let's talk. I mean, let's, out, I don't of, out of the AL East, or what are we talking about? No, here? no, no. I'm saying who just Oscar's <laughs> oh, wife. Who okay. do you want to step up, yeah, yeah. walk up to, and just slap the who shit out of? We want to get our, our wives' names out of. Oh yeah, there we go. True though. My, no, yeah, shit, I'm sure. not saying any government official. Yo, I'm not trying to get canned or locked. Yo, yo. <laughs> True, we're gonna I be censored Trudeau. on YouTube here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Look, um, I, Chris, you want to talk about that? What would what, you think of uh, the whole incident with uh, Rock and uh, Smith? <laughs> I was Chris Rock, about, not the. Not I just want to talk about who you all want to slap. I don't care about those clowns. I think I think that dude's got mental problems. Um, I think he should have gotten escorted out. Yeah, he's not in. Just, a, he's not in a good place right now. I probably not. You can't just walk up to stage, slap the shit out of him, and then well, sit down could. and everybody praise you and clap. And still give you an award. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like. Hold on, I saw Alfred. I'll tell you who sent me this, but I'm not trying to start any ruckus. I'll tell you off the air. But somebody sent me this, and you'll have a good idea of who sent me this. But I got this message: Will Smith deve ser jogador do Porto? Agrido uma pessoa, vai ao VAR. No es pulso y no fin de recibe un premio. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that today. That was pretty good. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I, I whatever. I I do I do think it was real. I don't think it was staged. Yeah, just just to to say. Yeah, Dave, no, you were staged. No, it was yeah. it was not staged. It was not staged at, at all. At first, it thought it was staged, but when he said, "Keep my my wife's name off of your effing mouth," he said it twice. He said it he said twice. It, he said it twice, and his, yeah. his, he's got a little quiver in his in his lip as he was saying this. I was like, "Man, my man is serious." No, but the funny part is, just two seconds before that, he's cracking he up. Then laughing. he looks at his wife. He looks at his like, "Oh shit, I'm in trouble." <laughs> 
How many of us have done that, right? I mean, I never slapped the shit out of somebody. No, no, no. But like something that you're laughing at and your wife thinks, well, why the fuck are you laughing at that? And you're like, oh. Oh, that's for me. That's daily. That's daily. Yeah. So look, I think. Yeah, I agree with you, Rainy. Imagine The Rock was up there and he had that same They said that Mike Tyson is going to be hosting the Oscars next year. <laughs> no, look, I I think that um, I think that this whole COVID this whole COVID thing, man, is kind of. I was sent- joking about. We're actually talking about the fucking. Island. No, no, Yo, but, it's, but that's fine. We're losing followers as as this shit goes on. I think we're gaining. <laughs> what I'm saying is that um, this whole COVID thing that happened with people being locked in a house without. Having to go somewhere, people hey, but that, famous people were locked in nowhere, Alfredo. No, but, Us poor I, slabs I, were wrapped, locked in. Not I think, but I think that there was some freedoms that got, were taken away from a lot of people to, to to several extents, depending on who you are, right? And I think this whole thing of of the, the media bombarding you with things and the political aspect of it, I think that's kind of driven people a little crazy. You know, I and I think that this world, the way it is right now, I've never seen the world the way it is right now. I disagree, disagree? Alfredo. Yeah, because those people don't live a regular world in the regular world like you and I do. They're already secluded. They're very whether it's normal time. Yeah, I mean, look, maybe I mean they're not walking down the street like you and I going to watch a Befica game. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't really think the world changed a lot. They're. They're locked in their mansions by themselves and their entourage. They're still locked in their mansions with their entourages. They're still going to their private island. They're still going to but, Epstein. But, I mean, Epstein died. I'm sorry. They're still going to. <laughs> I'm joking. But, but, still the, going but to think about island. this. They weren't able. Oh, they weren't oh, definitely oh, not able YouTube. to do that. YouTube's cutting us off here. They didn't do oh, There, there it go. is. You're Trudeau. good. You're good. You're good. Trudeau. They God weren't for, able for, to freeze, collaborate, and listen. No, none think, of that. None of think, that. Thank God for Nelson for reigning us in. Dave, some stats on this Braga game so we can move to. <laughs> Why? Uh, what Nelson uh, say? He oh, said Benfica, Benfica please. Tem razão, Nelson. Okay. I try to keep it all positive stats here because I'm sure we've got five, six weeks here where we'll just share all this negative uh, stats that we're breaking here for the season. But uh, Darwin with his fourth penalty, uh, fourth goal from the PK spot uh, this season. Um, Joao Mario also returned to the score sheet uh, as well with his first goal since uh, January 9th. Uh, game against uh, Pastor Schleide, 14-game uh, spell that uh, he went uh, scoreless there. Um, first minutes for Seferovic since uh, January 15th. He looked good. I liked uh, I liked what I saw from uh, from him and first time Braga's beaten Benfica yes, uh, that, at, that I was at home for. since 2014-15 there. Yeah. Yeah, Nelson says COVID only thinks sadder than uh, Benfica. Yeah, I agree, man. It's just it, it, I was telling Dave just just when you think that things are looking up this year will be better than last year because, you know, and then it's just it's just Shit after shit after shit. It's awful. Wait, are we talking about COVID or are we talking about Benfica? No, we're talking about Benfica. <laughs> All right. So um after the Braga game, we said, well, we got Liverpool on the horizon. Maybe they'll they'll give us some happiness uh, against Liverpool. Stadio Luz 
uh, quarterfinals of uh, Champions League against Liverpool. Uh, Benfica lined up with Flaco Dimos, Gilberto Otamendi, Vertonghen and Grimaldo, Weigel and Tarapt, Rafa Everton, Ramos and Darwin up front. Um, didn't take too long for Liverpool to, to get on a scoreboard. Six, 16 minutes in, uh, one nothing from a corner. Um, that corner, that classic corner that's defended by the zone and nobody really attacks the ball, and then the guys just get free headers. It's a beautiful thing. These guys are professionals. Wait, but espera aí. Espera aí. <laughs> I know where you're going to go with this. Wait, go wait. ahead. Vai lá, vai oh, lá. then forget it. Then I'm not going to go. No, the, go. The, the expert of the free kick expert. Wasn't right? he an expert? Wasn't he like, yo, guys, you're a ma magician? I remember when Laj, Laj would sit down and Seppi, and he'd stand up, and I'm like, who the hell is this freaking guy? The special teams guy. guy. It was, just, it was like, he's like, remember, I think we, we made a reference here. It was like the NFL. It comes to the, the special teams coach, the defensive coordinator. And now you mean to tell me that they're getting beat on special teams? On set pieces? Yeah. I didn't see that coming. I got to yeah. be honest. Look, uh, I, you know, and I think Rubio, Rubio Luis is saying, uh, you know, big, big, uh, a big, lot ups, of Rubio. big ups to, um, to the crowd. Sold out crowd. Uh, but it wasn't actually- sold out. Wasn't sold out. Yeah, it was fifty nine and change. That's not sold out. They see uh, doesn't doesn't start to lose. That's the one thing that 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 when I saw what the to lose take sixty five. That's what I'm like. What the f-? like? Why would that's yeah? But that. if you count on the turnstiles, counting the red pass, they, they were sold out because they probably sold. So it was all tickets, tickets. Probably tickets sold. Tickets. No, no, but because Benfica announced that you go check their Twitter account. I'm pretty sure throughout their all social media's platforms, they put the picture of the jumbo screen. Right, with fifty nine, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, and so it's like, oh, I see what you're saying. So they announced the ticket sales, but only fifty nine thousand showed up. Yeah, only fifty nine okay. came through the turnstiles. That's that's that my makes guess. no sense, though. That's dumb. Well, okay. yeah, yeah. No, uh, you know who's over there out there? Who's tapado? And so is uh, and, uh, Michael Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah, 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 yeah. all those guys. Yeah, those guys were there. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It, look, it wasn't too bad of a beating, um, but I don't, no, know. I, I don't think it was a beating at all. I don't think no. it was a beating at all. I thought Benfica, obviously, we knew we were going to be under heavy pressure. We understood that you're going up against one of the premier teams in world football, um, and it was going to be about how to withstand that early initial pressure, which they did. And Vlaco Dimos made a couple of tremendous saves. I mean, turned his face one way and the ball, you know, <laughs> but that's part of, you know. Um, they they created a fair amount of chances, and we were able to withstand that until that um, before mentioned corner kick. They took the lead, and then Benfica had their, their, their you know their, their troubles of as you mentioned before, Alfred. I mean, I was on one of the radio shows in the BBC well, speaking about this, and you know, and this Benfica had, anybody that watches any type of Benfica game understands that they can't play the ball out the back when applied when anybody applies any type of pressure. So I yeah. thought it was going to be very difficult considering that Klopp and these guys, they they press all over the field. Um, so I thought things were going to be very interesting. And so they applied exactly what we all anticipated and Benfica struggled with it. Um, and it was just, it was, it was what we all yeah. expected. At least, at least for me, that first half was everything I envisioned previous to kickoff. It was identical to what I had imagined and, in my and head. And to go on for the whole game, right? Yeah, I expected it the whole game, but that's why I mentioned the first half because I thought second half. Yeah, 
Uh, second half, uh, unlike the other times where we come in, I don't want to get into the second half because there's so much to talk about. But unlike other podcasts where we come here, like Dave, what the f- what was he doing at halftime? Because it's after everybody makes adjustments <laughs> in the whole speech. And the second half, we're asleep. This time, Verissimo, <laughs> yeah, the special teams coach, put on a special. Design on the chalkboard, and, and actually, Benfica played a lot yeah. better in the second half. Yeah, the second half uh, we saw a, a better Benfica. Benfica that wanted to come out and and, uh, and compete. Um, you know, Darwin gets that that goal in the in the opening minutes of the first half mm-hmm. uh, from an assist from 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 Rafa with Rafa. some with some luck in between, from right? Penalty. Because yeah, the, this the center back usually center backs clear that that ball. He's got it between his legs and. Uh, I like the fact that uh, Darwin had the, was calm and collected to be able to put that ball away, man, because that's not an easy ball to put uh, away because you got the goalie rushing in on you and you got the defender that's now trying to recover the ball that he missed and he was able to bring it to his right foot and put it in the far corner. So kudos to, to Darwin, man. Um, but, yeah, much better. Benfica in the second half. And, and look, the crowd – was really into it in the, yep. in the second half. Um, and I read somebody saying that that for as loud as Anfield might be, we couldn't really they couldn't really hear the Liverpool fans at the stadium um, with the exception of the the three goals that they scored. That's when they heard them, obviously, but um, the whole Pretty stadium, bad. yeah, the, the the whole stadium was uh, was very loud and and look, you can't the fans for as much as you know tragedy that's happened this this the season how much the fan how much the team has let us down kudos to the fans man they've stuck with the team uh and even though uh, this liverpool thing seemed like a, a you know a, a fight with with no no means to to success the crowd is there man the crowd is there and they hope that with the support they can turn this into one of those memorable nights. And it almost was a memorable night, right? We got that penalty call that wasn't called against Darwin. That's and a I was, penalty. That's, that's a penalty. penalty. I was watching the BT Sports um, uh, BT Sports um, feed uh, with Steve McManaman and, and the other the other guy that the other very guy. well known. Um, his voice is very well known. Gary Lineker? No, 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 it's uh, it's um no, it's it's like I think he like he does the FIFA games or something like that. I forget what his name is, but yeah, yeah. um, but they have a, a, a referee just like Mike Ferreira does for the NFL games, and that referee said that Liverpool got lucky that they didn't get that penalty called against them. And look, we scored that penalty. It's maybe it's a different game. It is, but even even the the one impressive thing to me. Um, was even with with that miss that that meaning the miss of the penalty call right that they didn't even go to VAR and shit that shit's so annoying but you expect the English teams to get favorable uh, decisions all day at least I do uh, you know Benfica didn't just say oh here we go again and gave up no Benfica still kept for a good 15-20 minutes Benfica played to a level that I don't think any of us expected them to do so. Yeah. Um, so credit to them. They still created a couple of opportunities. You had a four-on-two or four-on-three where you had Everton and you had Darwin to his right, and he, he decides to take the shot, which is great. You just can't be straight at the goalie. I mean, not it was a straight, but it was it wasn't. He had the whole goal to shoot at, and you know, and and he made it. Um, he didn't make a good decision. I thought it was, he could have picked a better uh, spot 
I, I think there were multiple chances like that. Not yeah. I, I think Rafa had another chance like that where a, a pass off would have been the better choice or decision there. Rafa, Everton had a couple times too. That's the one yeah. I'm talking about, Alfredo Everton, the one whatever. Yeah. The one that he but, had him on the right got, side, and he just yeah, he just shanked it, didn't hit it yeah. right. Yeah, and so I thought Benfica definitely created a couple opportunities. I think that you know they started to believe that hey man, maybe we could do a little something. And then again, another. I think I think a lot of this was self inflicted, right? Another mistake, a bad turnover, a through ball. Faco Dimos, who had, had who, who, who stood on his head throughout most of the game, comes out, doesn't come out. Like, brother, you, if you're going to pull out, you got to pull out all the way, or else you say, hey, yeah, Like, I don't, it's just, oh, my God, man. Um, it's, it's bad. Like, when we make mistakes, it's costly mistakes. That's a brain fart on his yeah. part. I, I don't no, want to call it a brain. It's not a brain fart. You know what? I apologize. Brain fart, it's. When a guy does it once in a while, he does it all the time. So it's not a brain fart. Never mind. Yeah, I think it's a routine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and watching and watching the play, you see him rush out of the box. I mean, rush out of the his line. <coughs> Excuse me. And you think he's he could get he, he he has this because of the speed in which he came out and the distance between him and the ball. I felt that he was going to get to the ball at least with enough time to block a shot or block anything right but then he just he just stops he just stops it's like, and and I was thinking what the hell are you doing he just stops and once you stop you, you're dead in the water cuz now you you plant your feet on the ground went right around him easy easy money but um you know i have to say that i know that liverpool is liverpool right and by no means is liverpool at the same level as ajax but I think when you play a second half, which is very similar to the, the second half that you played against Ajax, right, where you built on some confidence and you make some things happen and things kind of kind of work in your favor because you, you're working hard for them to happen. Um, and the way you play the second half, you got to go into Anfield and you kind of feel a little bit encouraged. Yes, it's a two-game, it's a two-goal lead, whatever it is. But look, you could go toe to toe with these guys. Like you, you proved that you could in the second half. Um, so I don't know. I feel a little bit encouraged for Anfield. I think it's going to be a tall task, but certainly, um, I don't think that. I thought that Benfica did did pretty well. Let's not forget that Porto got what four or five. Uh, when the when Liverpool came to Porto, I think it was five. And you know what? That's one thing that I think we're fortunate with. Such a great team, uh, Liverpool is, but they don't have that proper number nine striker. I think they were using Mane there as their their striker in the the first half. And if you have any competent striker in that position, we're looking at a six one yeah, scoreline here. They still lead the Premier League in goals, so even though they don't have that Lewandowski up top, they still have no trouble no trouble finding the back of the net, man. But that's I think they were wasteful that. today. Today, yeah, yeah, that, that's racing. what it is. It's, I don't think it's about a number nine, Dave. I just think that they were wasteful in <laughs> the great block. Yeah. Odimo, the Greek wall uh, was there yeah. to stop everything. Well, you got guys on off nights. You know, Salah usually isn't isn't a guy that's that's off many games. Mane was also pulled out. Mane, uh, Mane, Mane, Sane, Mane, Sane. Yeah, yeah Sane uh, buried us already a couple of times. But yeah. yeah, you know, um, it's it's. Some of those guys weren't all that great, but I mean, even the guys coming off the bench, that team doesn't really lose a lot of quality. Jordan Anderson, for example, 
I think Look, that's when the game changed for us when they Diego came in. Jota? It was a different yeah, there. he was able to secure the you know the what was happening in the midfield. I know there's there's I know there's there's some positives we could take from this game, but you know it, it's hard to watch these games at times without mentioning some of the disappointments like Rafa. I, I mentioned in, in in the AX games, and I mentioned it, 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 which is crazy. In these games with speed, you think this would be right down. Um, Rafa's, you know, uh, window here, like what he likes to do. Um, but he, the guy goes goes missing. Um, he just... Yeah, just no wonder you ball. don't get called to the national team. Yeah, like the guy just... You could tell these games are too fast for... And I, I, even though he had that assist, as you mentioned before, and I'm glad you call a spade a spade. I mean, let's be frank. The center back, if that's Van Dyke, that ball never makes it to, 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 to Darwin. You know, it gets cleared. Oh, so yeah. even then it was it wasn't a trauma. It was like, oh my God, he threaded a needle. It was nothing like that. I mean, he got lucky on it and he came off with an assist. And then, you know, Everton is another guy. And it just seems like all of a sudden, and, and I get that, you know, Benfica wants to maximize it and they want to make sure that their 20 million investment develops and they're trying to get the best return for their buck. Everton has been disastrous in a lot. I thought even against AJ and like take some water, sub this guy off the field. I thought the the problem is who's you going to put there? Easy. I got, I mean, I could answer that for you today. I thought that when Benfica was applying pressure, um, I thought bringing in another physical presence into that field, I thought would have been smart. I thought Benfica could have taken out an Everton, put Darwin on the left, where he's he's played a lot of this season and he's been very successful down that left uh that left side flank puts Fedovic up top another big boy to battle with the Van Dyke Van Dyke six four six five this dude's a giant get somebody in there to disrupt these guys a fresh body and it wasn't Yarmchuk Yarmchuk is not that type of player I didn't understand that substitution today Yarmchuk is a guy and I've sitting here over and over he needs service in the box. He's a player to play when Fika has possession. Now when Fika is trying to defend, now when Fika is trying to apply pressure. I thought Seferovic today would have been the right choice. But again, I'm just a podcast uh host or whatever, not even a host. I'm just a podcast. Well, you get tapped in to go to uh BBC Sport to talk about uh Benfica. so you some kind That's of an authority or something. Everybody everybody Nobody was available. We were still on international break. Yeah, everybody's on international break, and I got the call. Yeah, you know? but uh, but yeah, I just I, I thought there was a couple of different things Benfica could have done. I like the the addition of of Maite, even though he didn't have a particularly good game. Saw a lot of criticism for 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 for, for that up, you know, when he got the yellow. But that was all on 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 on. If, if you, if you, oh, you have to do, you have to get that. If yellow. you understand anything about the game, you understand that was a technical foul he had okay. to because. You got to get that yellow. Gabriel, uh, uh, Roberto Carlos, not Gabriel, Jesus Christ. Roberto Carlos gave up the ball childishly and, and then Tarap had no choice. He had to stop the play. He got a yellow, but yeah. people criticize it because, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, you know, go play, go no, play FIFA if on if PlayStation. You, you wanna, go play you FIFA wanna, on PlayStation. Then come comment on, you know, soccer games. If you want to hurl some criticism at Tarap, you, you, you give him, you criticize him for losing that ball that gave him the first goal. Uh, was the first? No, the first or the second goal? It was a turnover by that. I don't know. I don't see it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been the first goal. The first goal was no, the first the goal of a corner. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but I, I didn't think 
there was some things that he did that were good and some things sometimes sometimes, sometimes good sometimes maybe shit good. some maybe sometimes maybe good sometimes maybe shit you know that's uh, Grimaldo foi muito Grimaldo muito apagado hoje um, yeah, but look, when you got guys on yeah, coming exactly. to your yeah, side, yeah, you yeah. stay home, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, but I'm not criticizing. I didn't say I'm just saying for muito apagado hoje, but that was more to do with system and tactically than, than I, anything else. I, I really thought that yeah. the uh, offensive guys could have done a lot better. Everton, Rafa could have done a lot better. I think those guys. I expected a lot more. Gonzalo Ramos, Gonzalo Ramos too. No, did Gonzalo, he play? I thought. There was probably the worst game I've seen Gonzalo Ramos play uh, for Benfica, or one of the worst ones. But the thing is, Benfica's it hey, works options, hard. Options on the bench are limited. I gotta be yeah, frank as well. That's they're they're limited. But you had too many guys today not have good days, and a lot of them because they were in different roles, which is sacrificing their offensive game for the defensive game, the collective of the team. I understand all that, but when you're still working your your butt off. To do all the right things on the defensive side, I, I, again, it's just the way I think. It's still, it's, it's not an excuse for when you have an opportunity on a break to bundle the very few. Because in a game like this, when you know you're going to be defending all day, right? You're going to be under heavy pressure. You have to take advantage of the opportunities you get. You can't squander these these, yeah. these opportunities. And I said it on Twitter. I said, bro. Um, if he can whatever, if he can squandering the uh, Liverpool's type of team that's going to make you pay on the other side, and they did. And the only thing to me t- today, guys, to, and, and I'm not one of these guys like, oh, Porto got five. We at least we didn't get five because th- that that's that small team mentality. But at the end of the day, it's still a loss. A loss is a loss, right? By one, by five, you lost. It doesn't matter. But I'm gonna play a little bit of that, which was the only worse thing than giving up the third goal was the fact that it was Diaz who scored it. Yeah, I'm not even hung up on that, to be honest with you. Uh, but still. I'm not hung up on that. Yeah, look, um, somebody's, uh, you know, people saying in the chat that Rams worked hard. Yeah, he worked hard, man. He always but- works hard. I, he always works hard. Nobody, <coughs> Nobody's saying that the guy doesn't work hard. And a lot of times, you know, just, and again, as I said before, tactically, you know, the instructions by the coach totally different, so maybe the guy's out of his game. But, but you know, people take offense to 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 to, to – to someone commenting like, yo, bro, it's okay to say so-and-so didn't have a good game today. Yeah. As, as no, opposed to getting offended, yo, he didn't have a good game, just eat it. But yeah. now people now, everybody gets all offended, the pennies in a no. bunch. Like, bro, look. No, no, for me, for there was a couple key passes that he could have made that were easy passes that could have gotten the team out of trouble and, and into the transition, and he wasn't able to complete those passes. And he wasn't the only one. There was other but he, guys. But, but him, there. but at least him, him, I give him an excuse. He's a young kid playing at this level at this stage. He looks a little it's, bit it's a, you, This is not the B team, yeah. right? But now the Rafas of the world that have played in World Cups, that have played in Euros. The Everton's that have played in Copa Sula, I don't know if he's even been to a World Cup. I have no idea. But he's been on the Brazilian national team. This is an excuse, inexcusable for these guys. Uh, uh, um, Gonzalo, eh, you know, I'll give him a break. You know what I mean? You worked hard, but working hard in that position, you have to give yeah. me something offensively. Yeah, and That's I, all I'm saying. I agree with I'm you. I'm not saying to give rid of the guy, put him in a boat, and send him to Egypt. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, yo, you need a little bit, you know, in a game like this, in a game like this, you need a little something from these guys. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I also agree with you with the fact that you squander opportunities. You're, you're liable to get one in, in the internet. 
uh, in the same way that you make mistakes, and those mistakes costly uh, very high at this level. Um, I, the world-class teams with world-class players that are going to make you pay, and all they need is a half chance to put the ball away. Well, that's a lot of rhyming there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, look, it's, um, it was, it was, it wasn't too bad of a game by Befica. I'm actually, I'm, I'm happy with some of the performance in the second half. I just thought that that Vlakodimus could have gotten that goal. And if we take, if we take a two, one result to England, it's not a bad result. He's got to come really out, man. Tough. He's yeah. got to disrupt Diaz. He yeah. has to make it difficult. You can't come out halfway and then just make, bro, you are in no man's land. Diaz just went around him. He's like, oh, shit, thanks. She's like, I don't even have to do anything. I don't have to take an extra touch. It's just one touch around you. I'm in. I'm on goal. It just, I thought that 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 was not a smart decision on his part. Um, he had a good game, you know, like he saved a bunch of one-on-ones. And, yes, it could have gone ugly, yada, 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 yada. Fine, but we're talking about this one play, this one individual play that could have really given this team life. Going into Enfield, I think think about how much we've talked about here on this podcast over the last couple of weeks about confidence, about building confidence, how this team is a totally different team when they're playing with confidence. Going into Enfield two to one after the second half that they put forth today, the confidence level would have been even though you probably go out and lose to Vizela this weekend. Right. Doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> right, because you, yo, we played. We can play against these guys. Yeah, you know the Liverpool's of the world, the teams that that just like these guys, like we have access to our phones. They have access, they read the the rankings. Oh my God, oh the best talk about the great, you know, setting records in the EPL. They don't lose game. Brr, these figure players, they read like you and I do as well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you coming into this game where you think, bro, these guys are untouchable. We'll be lucky if it's 3-0. I'll sign up for that, right? That's what a lot of these guys are probably – they're not going to admit it publicly, right? But, hey, 3-0, shit, it's not an embarrassment. Let's say hey, I'll sign up. Let's get out of here with that. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you're actually creating chances. You're putting, you know, you're putting pressure on them. You're – wait, oh, shit, yo, these guys aren't – you know, they're human like us, man. Yo, maybe we could play with these guys after all. And then that that third goal just really took the the, the air out of the building. You could tell yeah. even the crowd like you. She's like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. No, I, I I felt that too. Dave, your thoughts on the game, and then we'll uh, get your stats and we'll move on. I, I already said my thoughts. I mean, we were wasteful with our our uh, lack of opportunities that we did uh, get, but I still feel that uh, with a proper striker, Liverpool wins this uh, with a, a bigger scoreline, but. Um, some stats on it. Darwin's got his 28th goal of the uh, season, uh, fifth in this year's Champions League uh, campaign, and he tied uh, Nuno Gomes for uh, Benfica record uh, of most uh, goals scored in a single Champions League uh, campaign. So he's got his fifth of the uh, Champions League cam- campaign. Uh, sixth meeting between these two uh, historic clubs, and uh, with today's result, each team has won uh, three games apiece. And uh, this is the third time this season that Benfica has uh, lost back-to-back games. Uh, previous ones uh, were against Porto, uh, and then Jovi Sint in Sporting, and now Braga and uh, Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, Alfredo, before you guys, I just wanted to no, mention a couple no. of the Freddies here on the chat. Yeah. I see an Evo Peters in the comment uh, and making comments. And uh, Evo, if you're the Evo that I'm thinking about, by that. 
that's you. That's you. These are nip. That's you. No, um, Brian. Brian asked about what what our thoughts were on the penalty. Yeah, it's a penalty all day. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was watching the. Oh, it is him. <laughs> the, I was. <laughs> I was watching the BT Sports uh, feed, and they went to their referee expert, and the referee said that they got lucky. To me, the only reason that that doesn't get called is because Darwin goes down too too easy. That's the only reason that doesn't get called. There's you a know, clear it, foul. And you know He's, what's funny? You know what's funny? I, I thought about that because like it, it goes to show in the Portuguese league, any little touch is a foul, right? It's 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 ridiculous. And I did. I, to me, it was a penalty, but I you know. But I'm hoping that this teaches these players to fight on play on because I wanted to bring it forward to a play. I don't know if it was, it might've been after when Jota comes into the game. If you recall, he's getting grabbed and, and, and held on by, by Gonzalo, by, by, um, what's his name? Uh, Gilbert, uh, Gilbert, what the, the I, you fuck me all up with Gilbert? his name. Gilbert Carlos. Okay. Yeah. Cause I keep thinking of the singer. You guys. All right. When he's grabbing and, and, and Jota never goes down and he actually keeps fighting for it. You could tell this dude's got that raza in him. And then he goes in on a play. Where he's clearly been fouled for the last 20, 25 feet, right? Repeatedly. And then he goes on a 50-50 ball with Otamendi and he gets called for the foul. And it, I bet you he's probably thinking, yeah. show. And, but like that's the mentality I want Befiquistas to play, especially yeah. at Darwin. If Darwin wants to go to these other campeonatos, right? Maybe that wasn't the best look at it, a uh, best look for him, but I do believe that um, yeah, that it was a penalty. I, uh, Carlos, I agree with you. I think that he goes down too easy. If he tries to make an attempt on a ball, and the referee clearly s- sees that he's being impeded, I think he gets that call all day, and he doesn't even have to go to the ground. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even have to go to the ground. Um, but yeah, you're, you had one early in the first half where he went down too easy, and then this one. As soon as he felt the hands on his chest, fell down like a sack of potatoes. I think that yeah. if he pushes a little longer, and and the impediment was there, the hands were there. The referee had a great angle of it. I just think that he goes down too easy, and as Carlos said, the theatrics kind of make the referee not want to call that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Champions still, League football, still... in, in the in the Portuguese league, he probably gets away with it, but not uh, not in the uh, no, Champions not even in the Portuguese. The VAR don't work for it. It only works against us. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, be sad. Comes up this weekend. We all remember what the first game was like at uh, I'm, Jamor. I'm already sad. I don't. I don't need yeah. to be, yeah, sad. be sad. We're all sad, bro. Uh, Dave, what's uh, what? What are those guys up to? Not much. Uh, they're second to last place. Second to down. last. They were in last place. They had a good uh, lead there in last uh, place, but uh, Sapinto is uh, making them uh, making a run for their money. They're Sapinto. in seventeenth. Wait, yeah, Sapinto. For, he's a yeah, Sapinto. That's what he means. And now they're in. They're, now they've. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. they're in last place now. But Bisad is currently in seventeenth with uh, twenty-one points from four wins, uh, nine draws, fifteen defeats. Um, coming into this match undefeated in four, uh, one win in three draws in their last four. So that's uh, how they've made their climb out of the uh, the basement there. And uh, like we've alluded to earlier this season was the uh, 7 nothing uh, fiasco where B-Sat only had uh, nine players um, to start off the uh, the match there. Is is there is the decision been made? Does that game count? Like... Remember they were going to discuss? Know. We'll get Is some results in two years. Yeah, in two years we'll find out. And then Befica will have to play Bolognese sometime. You, you, you guys remember? 
You guys remember how, I, well, I don't know if you remember, but I got plenty of calls at the time from Sportingistas. Not Sportingistas, more Sportingistas. Well, you know, Benfica could be tied with Sporting in the end in the goal differential, man. That's so unfair. <laughs> I wonder if they're still the Those were the, time. the, Those were the good old days, eh? Remember, Dave? The that was when he goes on a high. We were still in it. Yeah, we were in second place high, at that time, I believe. Yeah. Um, Belenz has not won a game away from the Jamor this this uh, this season. Uh, only scored five goals uh, when uh, outside playing outside the Jamor. Game takes place this Saturday, six p.m. local. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, there's only six games. So after this one, five, five. games remaining. Afraid you're good. You bet I'm you good. got high scoring USATs. You I did. Good. Chris, you need to be quick and with the applause uh, button there when he said only five games uh, to go in there. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> or the bell. Ding. No, it, it, um, and uh, Evil Peters is asking a real question. Same situation with Otamendi uh, and on Salah, ref calls a PK. I think maybe Salah gets a little bit of benefit of the doubt because he's Salah. Oh yeah, English teams will get uh, all day, get that call all day. But I think that it's uh, like, like I said, uh, had it not been for him going down too easy, we got that for sure. Um, what, what what pissed me off was the fact that the referee wasn't having any of it. He could have look at least faked the funk. I went to VAR. You know, at least you know that isn't that why VAR is there. I still haven't figured out why VAR. VAR yeah, the, I think that VAR is there to help the referee. But I think that if the referee says, "Hey, uh, he went down too easy. Let me uh, just look at it and see what you see," and he say, "Yeah, he went down too easy. All right, we're good. Carry on." Uh, look, it is what it is. Unless uh, the referee himself was the one that said to the VAR, "Yo, he went down easy." Got don't even easy. bother. Don't even bother. Yeah, like I don't care. Don't even waste my time, because th- I think that that. I mean, you're a referee, but I think that you could actually do that. Do you have VAR with little kids, Alfredo? No. <laughs> you, don't have the VAR. you don't run to your car. These, it's, uh, I gotta go check the VAR. Can afford you, the VAR? Come on. And you hit you hit a no. thing tall in the car. You like tell them to go check the no. car. The they've, VAR. Got, no VAR. they've got all their money going to Alfredo's pockets instead of the VAR. That's what. Yeah. Uh, what's going no, on no, here. no VAR needed. When you make the right calls, you don't need VAR. Machina. Um. So anyway, last topic of the night. Oh, we still got to uh, talk more. Well, we got to give a prediction. We got off the prediction. Oh, you want give, to give a prediction? B-side predictions. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, 4-0. 4-0 for Benfica, right? <laughs> no, B-side. No, B-side. 4-0, 4-0. Against 11, it'll be easier than against 7. Dave? No. I don't think we come into this match fielding our best 11, so I'm going to say uh, 2-1. Dave, Bolinis has only scored five goals. I know, I know. I was going to, I know you said only five goals, and they're going to definitely put at least one behind us here. Yeah. Yo, if Verissimo gives up a goal against B-side at the start of the On a set piece. Shouldn't even get on the bus afterwards. Um, I'm going to go with 3-0. For Benfica, I just don't think that Bissad has it. But I, we've seen weirder things. This is happen. a revenge game. They got a humiliated seven nothing. This is a, a revenge game for Dave. Us. That's this not a, that's Super Bowl. Dave, what are what are the uh, did they put out the lines yet for the game? Or probably not. See. It's too early, Let's right? I'm, I'm curious to see. But Benfica has been on a path of uh, you know 
the teams that need to break records or 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 need to break some kind of a cycle, Benfica offers themselves to help out and break that you cycle. Know, Rob, they're modern day Robin Hood, Benfica. Yeah, we're right here. Yeah, take from the rich and give to the poor. Yeah, what, there we go. What are the odds, have, Dave? Uh, let's see here. What are we looking at? Uh, Benfica's heavy favorite, one point one three, one point one four. If you want B, B sad, B sad is paying out seventeen to one. Seventeen to one. one. Yeah, well, I'll put a dollar on that. Twenty seventeen. <laughs> but you, you can't even get a Frank Churrasco seventeen dollars, bro. Might as You're well right put two dollars. Might as well put two. All right, let's talk about uh, something positive. Uh, well, it depends how you look at it, right? So, uh, lots of uh, traction in this rumor that Roger Schmidt would be will be Befica's coach. Uh, or next coach, I should say. Um, announcement will be pending. Obviously, right now, with Bifiga still involved in the Champions League, it's not the best time to announce. So um, I think that once the Champions League is done, I think that uh, Roger Schmidt will be um, will be announced. Chris, uh, are you like me? I'm, I haven't been this excited about a coach coming to Bifiga in I don't know how long. Well, me, it's been two years. <laughs> me just recently guys and it didn't go well so uh you know i don't know if you if you want to get my thoughts on it but no but i'm excited i i, I like the coach i like his style he's an attacking minded coach gung-ho hey you might score four but we'll score five um definitely gonna you know have everybody on the edge of their seats you know there's obviously the worry about the adaptation um to worry about will they give him the players that he needs yeah. to play his high press to play his you know he plays very fast none of this wasting time back and forth style um he wants goals and he wants them quick so you need uh those types of players yeah. i do believe that if Costa has gone you know out of his way to, to to speak with this guy and bring this guy i i, I bro i just like to think that roger schmidt's not gonna say Yes, to whatever project is presented to him by whatever team without the assurances that they will give him what he needs. Um, So I think that that gives me a little bit of of positive thinking going forward. Um, You know, he's going to be a coach that, as we like to say, I'm a native of Alfred, which is para jogar a Benfica. You know, there's a lot of that. Benfica has the responsibility of not just winning, but of entertaining. Now, the shipping Fika we've seen over the last couple of years, we're just happy to get a W, right? <laughs> we ain't even worried about what kind of win, the quality. But when Benfica is Benfica, we're supposed to put on a show for the fans. We're entertainers. And I think he has that in him. And, and it's going to be uh, very exciting if if he does implement his system and, and, and the players adapt to it quickly and and you know they get off to a good start i think things could be uh very entertaining at the start of the loose but still a lot of time between now and then maybe yeah. verismo beats liverpool and they should say opa roger Ske- beat it <laughs> beat it <laughs> yeah no i i'm with you christian i think my biggest reservation is uh for us to build a squad that's going to be at roger schmidt's um image right because he likes he likes to press high Teams are very physical, very fast, and right now there's a lot of guys that probably would not fit his his game model and his game idea. Um, but I'm with you. I think that as a coach, you get presented with uh, with a project, and you got to say, "Look, you need me to do this. This is what I need. I need X, Y, Z, W, 
L, whatever. Yeah. Um, so in order to for me to achieve the goals that you've set out for me, uh, so I think that um, that's going to be the biggest the biggest challenge for me is 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 for Benfica to fill those gaps that Schmidt is going to be able to identify or has already identified uh, pretty quickly. So that's that's my biggest thing. But I'm I'm encouraged, man, because as Cristiano mentioned, he's the type of guy that uh, you went into nothing. Let's go. Let's get the third. Let's get the fourth. Let's get the fifth. It's just it's just a nonstop guy. I'm reading these comments here. Um, and Boris, you know, Roger Smith hasn't won anything ever. I mean, guys, let, let's. I mean, I, I feel like I have to say. What, this. what did JJ win when? Forget JJ. Forget JJ. Forget JJ. Forget JJ. I mean, do we think that Benfica is going to get a trophy-winning coach based on just the name Benfica? You know, because we have a history back in the 80s where we're tremendous. Based on this, the, the way that the shit, the way that the league has become a shit show, right? Our club is being investigated for corruption left and right, right? Our president has been locked up. We can't hold, I mean... We can't hold on to players. You know what I mean? Like, there's, you know, it, it just players come in, they're out of next season if they show any type. I mean, what coach that wins trophies and has has legitimately, like, you know, a plan for success, a role for success, has a tremendous amount of other interested clubs in them, what coach is going to choose Benfica, guys? Yeah. What coach do you think you're going to get? You're going to get maybe Jurgen Klopp gets so impressed with the fans today that he says, fuck this, I'm out after Liverpool. Oh, no, maybe Pep Guardiola. Uh, no, oh, Mourinho, even the spe- even I wouldn't want his ass. But Mourinho, he's won a lot of trophies. You want him? You want him? Wait, Fernando Santos won a trophy. You want him? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, for Christ's sake, man. I mean, just because you didn't win a trophy doesn't mean you're not a good coach. A lot of times, you know, you, you might be on a good team, but shit doesn't go right. A lot of times other teams are better. Bro, but just to say that a guy hasn't won Therefore, I don't want him at Benfica. Guys, Benfica, the brand, is 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 a great European yep. brand. But the name today, in terms of football-wise, it's, it's you know, it's, not uh, the best. it's a minnow. Yeah, like you're absolutely called, right. Farmers League. It's that, what coach with a, with a tremendous future is legitimately going to say, yo, man, this is where I want to go now. Yeah, forget going to Newcastle and making, you know, 15 million a yeah. year. I want to go to Benfica and battle it out in shops. I'm, I'm pretty night. yeah. I'm pretty certain that uh, Fonseca was approached and he said no because there's an article um, of him on a ball or record saying that uh, it's every coach's dream to to coach in and not necessary. Well, coaching a top class team, but more coaching in a top top class no, league. And I'm afraid I'm sorry. And, and Boris, I'm sorry, bro. I'm not getting on you. I apologize. If you think it just. It just you just happen to mention it, and you reminded me of of the eighty thousand comments I've gotten on Twitter and Instagram. So I apologize. Not 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 getting on you at all, buddy. Don't don't take it personal. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm just answering the people that have come up with that thought process, right? That oh, Benfica could have gotten a winning coach. Benfica could have gotten a young coach. Bro, you you have to remember, it has to be a two way street. You know, you could be walking down the street, see the hottest chick, but if she want nothing to do with you, what are you, what are you gonna do? Yo yo, boy, para casa and beat it. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Like you gotta have, you you gotta have a dancing partner. They gotta want to dance with you. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you kind of play to the level of coaches that would be interested in you. And, and I think somebody said on the chat that 
uh, Benfica could only get project coaches, and that, that that's absolutely right. No coach Who said would. That? Um, I don't know if it was. Um, oh, I, I don't know who it was, Dave. Dave, you control. Uh, Brian, it was, it was Brian. I think it was Brian Peach. Yeah, um, that's correct. But the, the, that's absolutely right. I mean, you go to somewhere or to a club, and you know what's your league and what's not your league, right? So sometimes you might want to go outside your league, but the chances of you being able to grab that coach that's outside your league that has a market in England and in the top leagues is very slim. So I think this is actually a slightly a step above for Roger Schmidt. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a lateral move because I think that Benfica is a much better um is a much better team than PSV at least historically. But I think it's just it's a slight step up for Roger Schmidt. I, I don't know man, I like the guy, I'm a fan uh, and I'm encouraged by the prospect of him joining Benfica. Yeah, yeah. And Boris, man, love you, bro. Keep up the comments. I appreciate it. Which uh, uh, Boris is saying Gerardo, Gerardo Sion uh, yeah, but, has done miracles at the Bundesliga. The guy yeah, is wow. 12 years younger than, than Ruiz. Than but he's got to want to come. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't know who was approached yeah. and who is willing yeah. to take Because, look, there's a lot of shit that's going on right now with Benfica outside the four lines. Yes, but Boris, I, I get he's in third place in the Bundesliga. is better than, you know, second place. And we understand that. But as you mentioned, he's young, so I'm pretty sure the guy's like, yo, look, I could possibly get to Borussia Dortmund in my own country. I could get to Bayern. You know, there's other places I could look at Tuchel, the success he's having in, 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 in England. There's there's, there's other, you know, bro, yeah. he's he's got to come. Uh, did you I, I don't to. know. I didn't have a conversation with him, Boris. I, I didn't ask him. He's no, got to want to. Yeah. But I think that out of all the guys that we were talking about that could possibly be interested, I think that Roger Smith is should be right up there. I don't think Marcelo Gallardo is interested in coming to Benfica, man. I don't even know. I don't even know if Benfica approached him because there's, you know, again, Gallardo. Even though I like the possibility, you know, as you guys have heard me say on the podcast, um, there's not a lot of noise around him neither about European teams. Maybe I don't know. People have soured on him. I don't understand why he hasn't made the jump yeah. over the pond just yet. And you know, maybe we figured in one. We don't know. That's the thing. We're just and all that, sitting speculating. The fact is that we know that they spoke. Apparently, that they spoke to Roger. We like. I'm pretty sure you could come up with another five, six, seven, eight coaches that are young, that are good. But one, did we figure speak to them? Two, if they did speak to them, would they want to come? Uh, again, right now, the Benfica project is not the most appetizing. It is not. All right, we're talking about a club that just spent a hundred million and didn't even make the Champions League that sh that year. Now they're in third place, fifteen points behind first place. Their club is being investigated for this. If you are a a a, a legit coach with a bright bright future. Why in the hell would you want to put yourself in bed with this right now? Wouldn't it be, yo, look, maybe I'm interested in coming to Benfica, but I'm going to let the, 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 you know, the, the sky, the, the clouds settle. clear. Like, yo, right now there's too much darkness around this club. Let this shit settle down. And then maybe, maybe we'll talk about it in a couple of years when the club is in a better position. Right now, you look at this roster. Is there anybody that you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to get my hands on? Yeah, he is, but he's leaving. <laughs> Darwin. There, there's, I mean, like, there's not much that could be done, so I think it's a lot easier um, yeah. said than done, guys. I, I think that uh, it, it, as as Shannon said, 
when it's all said and done, this is probably the best guy that we could get. And uh, obviously, we don't know who was approached, who was asked, what kind of project was proposed, what kind of um, things were imposed on a coach, right? We don't know that. Lucarsa said, you know what? We have a limited budget. You got to turn to the Seychelles to feed your team. We we don't know these conversations. We don't know all the details. Uh, all I know is that coaches are approached. They have, you know, exploratory conversations. If you want to go for, forward, then you, you you get into deeper conversations. But I just think Roger Schmidt right now is an, is a name that surprises me, and I'm inter- I'm I'm excited about it. So I hope that um, that he proves us all right and some people wrong. Well, here, here's one thing I can tell you with a hundred percent certainty. That regardless who the hell Benfica signs, names as a coach, somebody's gonna think or say there's somebody out there that's better. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Somebody you hire Pep. Oh, but Klopp is the best. You hire Klopp, but two, it's just bro. Um, I don't know. But this idea that Benfica on name alone is going to attract the brightest, the youngest minds in world football. Is 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 you know one of those stories I tell my daughter in Disneyland. You know, it just we used to, we used to be able to do that. I, I don't think we can do that today. I don't think we we're we're there in today's yeah. world. And it's sad. It, it, look, yeah. it pains me to say it. It sucks. But, but if it's not as attractive as we were no. three four years ago, we're not. That that's the pure reality of it. Regardless of what talent is coming out of Seychelles. Which, and, and, cer- and which talent and, and, is it? And, and, certain, and certainly a coach could look and said, look, one of the, the the best academies in the world that's produced tons of talent in these past 10 years, I could always, if I can't go get this guy because it's a lot of money, hey, maybe I can plug in a hole with a, with a young kid and develop him if the talent is there. So I, I don't know. We don't know these what conversations are taking place. And we don't know what's been asked of the coach or it's been imposed in the coach. So I don't want to rain on uh, any of our parades here, but what are our realistic expectations with whoever, whichever coach we decide, do we have to give them uh, a grace period to get adapted with with Portuguese football and with, with get the uh, grace period for our players to get adapted to this? I think, I think I read uh, two plus one. And usually the cycles, uh, I mean, Mourinho has mentioned it, JJ has mentioned it. Usually it's a three-year cycle for you to get to the to the top of your game where the team is firing on all cylinders. All right. So you, so you mean to tell me, if you can buy those on Sengen Yacopinato, and now you got to well, – no, my, it's going to be three. Yeah, it's already three. It's, we're going to go on six years. Nah, bro. Listen, oh, I think Roger – you got to be able to compete, man. You, I you think don't... Roger – I think in the Portuguese league, in the Portuguese league, guys, this is not La Liga, uh, Premier League or whatever. This, this is the Portuguese league. If Roger Smith comes in and he brings in five, six new players of his choosing, okay? That are straight no up starters. Okay, yeah, exactly. There's no reason, and I, again, five, six guys. I mean, that it doesn't have to be five, six Neymar's and Mbappe's. I'm just saying, five, six guys that could, you know, that are going to make a difference on this team. I, I, you know, I don't think there's no reason why Benfica can't be right up there competing next year for the time. If Roger Schmidt is indeed this coach that we all expect him to be, I, um, Chico Marcelino's got a good question: Would we prefer Schmidt or Jardim? Schmidt. 
yeah, I I think I'm on there. And there's there's a he should big, only want to come to Benfica, so forget yeah, about that's another there's, one. There's a big argument that's being that's being made about oh we should get a Portuguese coach because then he's in tune with everything that goes on in the Portuguese league. He doesn't have to spend three three months in in learning all the mafia that goes on. I get that. I get. I just think that sometimes you need a a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And Benfica hasn't had a foreign coach now for what? Kike Flores? 15, 16. Yeah, Kike Flores. Kike was the last one. Last one. Kama, was Kike the Kama, No. Yeah, Kike. Kike, right? Kike was the Kike last one. Kike came after Kamashu. Kike was before JJ. Kike was the last one. Yeah. yeah. Well, we haven't had, and if you even call, can call Kike a coach, um, but we haven't had a foreign coach in, in, in quite a bit. Anyway, what else we got? That's it, right? Uh, Next week we will uh, we will be back. We'll recap this Bisad game, and we'll look ahead to uh, Liverpool. We play Liverpool next week. Already? Liverpool and Sporting. Liverpool and Sporting. Wow, lots of Easter. lots of weekends. Easter. To be... <laughs> Easter. You're gonna eat uh, bunny eggs and uh, or watch some the Lions play the Eagles. That's yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, that's Thanksgiving, bro. What? The Lions versus the Eagles. The no. Lions sporting against Mefica. Yeah. Uh, the Lions versus the yeah, Eagles. Yeah. I mean, Dave. I knew where you were, Dave. I knew where you were with your head. I I, I was with you on that. Anyway, Cristiano, <laughs> I was lying down. Hi, <laughs> right, everybody. Jesus. Take care. I love you guys. Yo. Enjoy. Thanks, thanks, thanks everyone, for, for Yeah, for thank you chat, guys man. so Freddy's much. Very, and and give, uh, give Boris a break, Carlos, will you? Come on. Well, yeah, dude, that's probably his nephew. I never seen Carl speak like that at anyone. I bet you I know Carl's is always <laughs> very I bet you they're winding us up like, oh, we're gonna start, we're gonna start a Will Smith and Chris Rock feud here on the Benfica podcast. Yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick Valadon. I'd never seen him before. Welcome, Valadon, Shapadon. <laughs> yeah, Nick, thank you guys. No, you guys, yo, fantastic. Yo, Evo, hit me up, man. Maybe we'll get you into the studio one of these days. We'll, we'll have a blast. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Boris is saying that that Carlos is not a Benfiquista. This this is where we go, man. Jesus. We can't be providing an arena for this type of talk. Oh, there's my boy from 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 Louisiana, Patrick. I was Patrick. just gonna ask, who's Boris from? Patrick Swofford is uh, was the first in the chat today. Where, yeah, where he's, is he's from Boris Louisiana? From? Boris, Boris, where is from? I don't know, but better not be anywhere near near Carlos. Carlos's basement, he says. <laughs> better not be Carlos's basement. <laughs> Carlos's head. <laughs> well, we'll find uh, out where Boris is from and then we'll go. Cristiano, prepare the button. Oh, shit. Boris won't tell us. It's all the Freddy's tonight, all right? That's right. Oh, Boris is in Sweden. Oh, damn. Well, this. Está perto, pa. Yes. Boris, in Sweden, no hay new Ibrahimovic. Yeah, Chris, let's go, bro. Right. Take care, everyone. Thanks, Freddy's. Be safe. Later. Have a good one. See ya.